Hey there, folks, and welcome to episode 144 of Eddie and Caleb Cast. Of course, as always, my name is Caleb Baldwin, and you can follow me on Twitter at IamCalebB. That's I am Caleb, and then another B. Follow my friend, co-host, and, co-host and producer, Eddie Cornelison, at E-D-D-Y-C-A-5. Follow the show at EC underscore hero and check out our Instagram, EC HeroCast. Gmail is ECHeroCast at gmail.com. Eddie, the recording date is Thursday, February 9, 2023. How are you tonight, sir? Well, I'm okay. I've been better. I'm still, uh-huh. uh, I'm hoping this website isn't going to play a video, but I'm betting it will. Oh, no, mm. okay. Thank you, CNN. You need to get off the red tube during the podcast, man. No, it was CNN, but uh, I'm afraid it could start, so it, I don't want that. Did, but, you say that was, did you say that was XXN? No, CNN, okay. the news channel. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, yeah, I figure since we're a movie podcast, I know this probably didn't apply to you, but uh, I'm a little disheartened this week. There's a... Uh, Gonna be a spike in ticket prices at the movie theater oh, uh, for AMC. AMC yeah, I'm a Regal guy, so until Regal goes bankrupt, which sounds like it might be sooner rather than later, um, not necessarily my concern. Yeah, I mean, there's no more Regals in Ohio. They pulled out, uh, so mm-hmm. we we have AMC and Marcus, and then a Phoenix. But I don't know. I mean. It doesn't say when this is going to start or how much. At least this article doesn't. I'm not going to go around surfing yeah. for this information, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's premium seats, I guess. For <laughs> they're going to charge more. Yeah, they're for like tiered seating. Yeah, I mean, for the people who are like, hey, they do it at baseball games. I mean, that's different. Your behind home plate is not the same as the outfield, so. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Not a great comparison, but uh, no. I mean, other than the first couple rows where you have to tilt your head all the way back, I'll pretty much sit anywhere. So this doesn't really affect me. I'll be fine with it. Um, I get some people are mad, like Elijah Wood is mad at mm-hmm. it, even though it's like, so you would take way less money for a, a movie? <laughs> Probably not. But uh at the same, I have two thoughts on it. One, I can't fault them for trying something to make money. I mean, I wouldn't shock me if theaters in ten years were out of, you know, not out of business, but like, you know, fewer few, and far. Yeah, fewer around. So that wouldn't shock me. Uh, so I get it. They're just trying to do something to generate income. Mm-hmm. On the flip no, side. I, I can... Yeah, so I can't I can't be mad at him for trying to make money. You know, it's not like um, NFL where every year they raise ticket prices and they make every year they have record setting you know numbers. This is like they're yeah. trying to stay in business, so I can't be mad. Let me ask you a question, sir. You you go to AM? You said you go to the AMC, right? Yeah. Are you an A list member? No, um, no, they have what is it, Stubbs or maybe I I don't know. A list is like the uh, the Regal Unlimited equivalent, where you know you pay that you know that like twenty dollars a month or whatever, uh, or whatever the case may be, Ohio, and then you see as many movies 
a month as you want or whatever. Well, AMC, I think it was like three movies a week, but whatever. Yeah, AMC stubs. No, I'm not, but I'm a member of their rewards program. So it's like you sign up with their email. Uh, mm-hmm. It's free. It's not as good as stubs, but it's like... You go to you go to a few movies a month, don't you? Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I don't... Hey, if A-List is still a thing, you should probably sign up. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if I go to enough to justify twenty dollars a month. So how though. much tickets though? Let me ask. How much are tickets? Well, I mean, if I go to a matinee, it's six fifty. An evening show is like ten dollars. Okay, let's say you go to. Would you say you go to three to five movies a month? Mm, it varies. Some some months zero, but some months maybe okay. three at the most. Oh, okay, so it's kind of a never mind. Okay, that's. That's enti- obviously it's entirely your decision, always has been. But I was just trying to see if the math added up to justify you signing up for a list. But I'm not trying to do AMC's bidding. I could care less what happens to them. But you know, yeah. I mean, look, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do this. I would do. I mean, this is what we always say on the podcast: we don't complain, we offer solutions. So my solution, I would. Uh, I would do something like, um, well, for starters, I think they've priced themselves out of their own snacks. Like, there's times when I go to the theater, I'm like, I could go for popcorn, and then I remember a, a small popcorn and a drink, which I, it's a small, but it's still very big. It's like $14, and I'm like, <laughs> is, is that really worth, the, I mean, not that $14 is a lot, but it's like, it's a lot for a snack, so I don't know mm-hmm. if I... So there's times when I'm like, I could go for popcorn. I'm like, eh, not not for that much, though. So yeah, I think if they lowered the price, they would actually get me to spend more money on snacks. I think they've priced themselves out of that. That's one yep. solution. The other solution, the one common denominator, almost, I went to 40 movies in the theater last year. I would bet at least 35 of them I ate before the theater, meaning... The theater could have made money had they had food there. And I know not every yeah. theater is equipped to have a kitchen. That's why you set up something with your app where, like, you can order food from nearby restaurants, have it delivered. Maybe the maybe the theater takes a cut of it and, be, and is like, hey, you know, nearby – because the theater by me has a ton of restaurants in the same, same shopping plaza. And yep. you wouldn't even have to drive across the street. It's all drive across the parking lot, and you could get to it. And it's like if I'm watching a movie, I'm like, hey, uh, I could go for some Piata right now. Get on the app during the preview. There's 25 minutes of preview. Order it. The theater takes a, a fee. Piata gets a customer that they otherwise wouldn't have had. They deliver it to me. Boom. Makes the theater more fun. That would be my solution. Or you could just price gouge your seats. That's fine, too. But... What do yeah, I know? Yeah. I only go to 40 movies a year. So, yeah, and you could you do uh, and food truck like for big movies like Quantum Mania. Bring in a food truck. That's something. Yeah. Again, what do know I Jack, know? Well, you don't know jack shit. I've made this clear. I know. Well, but, look, I, you know, as a consumer, that's what I that would make me very excited. Like, I would yeah. be very intrigued with with that and uh, <laughs> But yeah, mm. I mean, theaters, look, it's not theaters' fault that, like, the only thing made nowadays is remakes and reboots and 
superhero movies. Yeah. And if that doesn't you're, interest you, then you're kind of SOL. You're you're really being a guardian of progress right now. So we can you're you're you're, you're being a guardian a guardian of us being able to progress this episode. I know. Well, don't worry because uh, I had something, but it was gonna make a joke about it. it'll be on streaming in a few months oh yeah this episode will be on streaming in uh just a couple months so that'll also keep people from downloading it i don't know that, hey, that worked better in my head but it didn't whatever. yeah for sure guys guardians of the galaxy volume two that's why we're here um real quick given the themes and the fact that um this was used in the film i am heavily suggesting if not outright demanding that father and son by cat stevens be the outro demanding I said, if not demanding, hmm. given uh, things we will discuss throughout the episode. I was considering break the chain, but uh, if you're demanding. That be, that, that, hey, dude, the chain could be the intro. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Well, if you're listening, you'll already know. Yeah, for sure. That's the thing, guys. We uh, Like, I don't find out the intros or outros until the episode gets dropped. I find out with you guys. That's mm-hmm. one of the upsides of not being the producer. I keep it a secret. Yeah, he, he kayfabes me a lot, unless I just grill him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, what's your history with this movie? Did you see this in theater? I did see it in theater, and uh, I think I've only seen it just the one time, actually. I'm willing to bet I've probably seen... Well, you know what, now that I think about it? So, obviously, I saw this in theater, and I will going to that real quick uh in a second um and i know there have been times where this has been playing on whether it's fx probably fx i would assume because of the disney relationship um where this has been playing on fx when i'm at the gym so like i've seen bits and pieces like i've seen the adam warlock in credit scene spoiler alert um and uh that sort of thing so i've probably seen this accumulative three times now but i saw it once in theater i saw it a few hours ago today and i actually saw this on may 10th if i'm not mistaken hold on pull up my calendar real quick i'm so sorry guys i'm not trying to stall i swear um why is the date important (laughs) i'll explain okay I saw this on May 9th, 2017, with my late father, and this was actually the last movie we saw together. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't realize the significance of the of the film at the time. I don't remember the last movie I saw. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember the first so, movie I saw afterwards. It was, uh, mm-hmm. what was it? The Two Towers. Lord of the Rings. Well, that's the thing. Like, my dad, like hardly ever went out to the theater and like a lot of time and he was a retiree from like april of 2017 until he passed in december of 2019 um but a lot of times like our times just didn't line up and um so yeah there's like this is the last movie movie that we saw in the theaters together um and i think it's kind of fitting given the theme and uh by the way guys i do have some news for later on in the episode um We'll talk about it at the end of the review and everything. But, yeah, that's my history with this film. And now you and got that's me actually... curious. I'm trying to see what my last movie would have been with my dad. 
that gets us into the time capsule as well. And in May of 2017, funny enough, just a couple weeks after this, I would make my first appearance as a guest host on a podcast called RBR Weekly Wrestling Talk, which is the reason this podcast exists to begin with. Probably, yeah. No, it is. Well, yeah, it is. We we don't know each other if not for RBR Weekly Wrestling Talk. I'm going to maybe take a stab and say the last movie I saw with my dad was Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. <laughs> but I have no <laughs> I have no clue. That's just a guess. Anyway, Black yes, Pearl, that is Is that one of the sequels there? Or is that the original? Uh probably one of the sequels. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I I have no idea. Made a lot of money. Yeah. Sure did. Also, May of 2017, I was a I was a tub of lard, if you will. Still fat at the time. Would be for another three years. Fun. Almost four. <laughs> well, for me, all that house hunting finally paid off. Uh, was around the time I bought the house I'm currently living in. Nice. I'm, nice. Yeah. So it. I think I looked at 19 houses, which I think the average person looks at 17. So not bad. I put a bid yeah. in on one, and it someone outbid me, and then I bid on this one, and I got it. I'm pro. I'm I'm glad that you won that, man. That's good. Yeah, yeah. It's so far, uh, you know, not too bad. But, um, I would say there's a decent chance next year I might be moving. We'll see. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Not not within a year, but next year. Twenty twenty four is yes. what you're saying. Yes, yes. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, I hope that works out. Um, Me uh, too, because my neighbors okay. are annoying. Yeah, yeah. Mowing at six six o'clock and stuff. Um, call back to last summer there, if I'm not mistaken. Um, champions in wrestling at the time outside the WWE. These this trio was all the same, actually. ROH, world champion, still Christopher Daniels. TNA world heavyweight champion, Bobby Lashley. And IWGP heavyweight champion, Kazuchika Okada, now in the WWE. And this trio, actually, like, you, you think about it, and there's, like, these all three are kind of, like, they're around the same age bracket, and, you know, they got some, they've got some vague similarities. Uh, the universal champion was Brock Lesnar, the WWE champion for couple more weeks until we enter the dark ages is randy orton and the nxt champion was uh bobby Roode. Hmm. yeah not also bad. the dark ages is not me making any sort of racial joke for those of you that know oh, your history I, uh, yeah I, I didn't think that was yeah just saying i know number who you one meant. <laughs> yeah yeah number one song uh at the time um, Sign of the Times by Harry Styles. I can't speak to it. Was it to cover the same title, titled song by Prince? I don't know. I don't either. But yeah. uh, Harry he... Styles, future member of the Hero Cast. Yeah, and didn't he just win <laughs> Album of the Year or something? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> he won some big Grammy this week. I didn't I pay I much attention to the Grammys. I know people got mad because Satan performed and, uh, like, they didn't even bother... Like, the best rock album went to someone I never even heard of. I'm like, okay, well, then it's not rock. I'm sorry. It's... Yeah. I hear you. What's next? Facts and figures? Yeah, that sounds about right. 
So budget two hundred million, box office eight hundred sixty three point eight million. Mm. That puts it real high. Five wrong one. That was Guardians one. Guardians two six hundred sixty three point eight million. Uh, seven ninety two point five for the inflation. That's number nine on the list. So it beat the last movie. It uh, puts it right be- right below Spider Man the original. Although very far away from the uh, inflation on that one. And then right above uh, Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Which was no good. Pretty good uh, yeah, pretty good money, though. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anytime you can crack the top ten is uh, it's always good. Absolutely. Always good. And the critics, 85%. Fans, 87%. Oh, so close to that Scorigami. Yeah, I was reading some of the uh, negative reviews on it, because I was curious. I'm like, how did anyone just, like, say, no, I hated this? And, uh, I don't know, they didn't like... Either they didn't think there was character development, which I would disagree with highly, or they thought the plot was very flimsy, which I would disagree with highly, so... Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm like, eh, whatever. I mean, teach their own, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to say yeah. your opinion is wrong, but your opinion is wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe they just didn't have a good relationship with their father. Or their sister. Maybe. Maybe. Well, we have a cast to go over. We do, yes. Returning returning wise, this was the uh they really like dug into developing more than anyone Rocket in this one. That's true. Old Bradley Cooper. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I do love, I saw a meme the other, actually a few months ago, it was like, how much money has Disney wasted on having Vin Diesel play Groot to just say, I am Groot, when literally anyone could have done it for less money? <laughs> like, that's a good point. It is funny to think about, because, um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I can't really justify Vin Diesel. I mean, I guess <laughs> 14 you could have. Because it's like, okay, this kind of needs some star power because it's like, oh, it's got Andy from Parks and Rec and it's got Bradley Cooper from The Hangover but and Zoe Saldana. But other than that, like, this doesn't necessarily have a lot going for it besides the Marvel tag. Yeah, no, I mean... Which, by the way, that Marvel tag, like, doesn't mean as much as it used to. Like, if your movie is bad, people aren't going to show up. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, we've, we've talked about this. you got to actually put in the work. Mm-hmm. For um, sure. We'll see what, uh, we'll see what Quantumania does. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that we can recapture that, uh, that feeling pre, uh, endgame. Like this. That's what yeah. I want. Because Phase yeah. 4 was just bleh. I mean, there were some enjoyable movies, but, uh. Yeah. Overall. For sure. Bleh. <laughs> um, you Love like uh, you, did you like Kurt Russell as Ego? Loved him. Yeah, thought he was really good. Loved him. Yeah, he um, for whatever reason, uh, I think when we reviewed the first Guardians movie, something pop, someone made a comment, and I said, "Oh, his dad's problematic," or <laughs> something. And for some reason, in my mind. Ego was played by Mel Gibson, and that's why I said that. And then 
Like, once that episode ended, I'm like, no, that's not right at all. And, uh, yeah, so I'm correcting myself from, like, months ago. <laughs> well, that's good, but I, I don't understand how you can confuse Kurt Russell and Mel Gibson. I mean, they're both 80s action stars with great hair, oh. so. Okay, but, like, I could understand maybe confusing, even though he's been dead for a while, Kurt Russell and Patrick Swayze. But... Yeah, they don't look a ton alike, but, uh, like I said, 80s stars with great hair. What do you, you know? I hear you. I understand. But, no, Kurt was great in this. Um, if a, if a villain can't have, I mean, I, I, I liked his, uh, his motivation of just being, just having a God complex. So. Yeah. That was good. And he, he ended up being a pretty, pretty good villain overall. I mean, it's, it's tough to find one's. They can pose a threat when you're build when everybody knows what the no pun intended end game is what we're building mm-hmm. to so it's tough to have villains that are seem threatening but this one was so I uh, yeah I thought it did a good job yeah no you think about it um you got this Dormammu and uh oh what's her name in Ragnarok like they they did really a really good job three movies in a row building villains up. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's going to be one that I can't wait to rip into, but we'll get there. Okay. Uh, and- yeah, well, a uh, shout-out. I can't believe it's gone. Oh, wait, no, no. Judge Dredd. It's going to see. I can't believe it's been this long and we haven't had him, but no, we've had him once. Mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone is back on the, the Hero cast. So close to, uh, and I know he's not going to be in the film, but this comes out on February 22nd, and Creed 3 comes out a week later. Mm. So, yeah, funny little uh, coincidence there. And we like to mention, you know, the theme of, like, we, we love when things will, like, intersect with reality. And, like, on a personal level, like, watching such a father and son based, you know, film, while I'm, uh, currently experiencing some things that are reminding me of my relationship with my father like good things don't get me wrong we'll talk about that later uh just a good coincidence you know yeah yeah no i think we're gonna start getting a lot of that uh especially uh, i got comments later that i'm gonna hold off on but it it goes okay. to what you were saying uh yeah we'll shout out seth green as the voice of howard the duck i forgot he was <laughs> yeah. in this yeah I had to look up from my phone because I was like, is that, wait, what? Oh, yeah. Howard yeah, showing back, back up. Yeah. He's quack. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my goodness. Uh, really love the. Palm Clementif as Mantis, the newest member of the Guardians. Yeah. And the future sister of Peter Quill. Um, mm-hmm. That, that. The holiday special was canon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mantis <laughs> has a great chemistry with Drex, so I loved it. Yeah. That was the big, like, that was her big purpose in this film was, you know, really fleshing out the character of, of Drax more than anything. Mm-hmm. And how Drax talked about how ugly she was, and, yes, like, yeah. in, in real life, she's a model, so yes, yeah. that's, that's very funny. It is, yeah. Well, it's just like when they portray Meg Griffin as homely, and it's like, no, Mila Kunis is the voice actress there. Or that ugly old hag, uh, Halle Berry. Oh, my God, that dog. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. 
I am. I'm never gonna let that go. <laughs> you shouldn't <laughs> they, ever. They tried that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, she was great in this. Uh, it, it's a nice, like you said, uh, it's nice to add add characters to the Guardians. You know, mm-hmm. a little different dynamic. Yeah, for sure. And uh, oh my God, this was the Michael Rooker show. Ooh. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, he was big in this. He was, yes, yes, absolutely. As old Yondu, who's not such a uh, terrible guy after all. Nope, not nearly as bad as as people thought. Mm-hmm. Including Sly. Mm-hmm. I don't have much to say about Vin Diesel's performance. I do have... I am Groot. Yeah, uh, baby Groot, though, like... Just, uh, I want, that's, what's the word? Uh, maybe the, maybe the, I, I guess uh, the correct term would be the most adorable character we've had on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, just everything that Baby Groot did, even in the opening credits, all the way up till the very end, I loved yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then, uh. Dave Batista's Drax. Speaking of, we got uh, Dave just had a movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Knock at the Cabin just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, Solid. It was one of the, yeah, not a bad, not a bad Shyamalan film. Better than old. Yeah, um, it was fine. I mean, it. I I wanted to love it. It just. Eh. Yeah. I wanted a twist. Well, now you ruined it. Uh, how did I ruin it? Huh. Well. People can figure that one out. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, this movie had a lot more Drax. We got his character more fleshed out. Uh, he gave us a little bit of a backstory, like how he met his wife. and She was mm-hmm. like the only one in the club not dancing, and he knew that was for her. Yeah. <laughs> or that she was for him, rather. Whatever. Yes. And uh, talking about the innocence of his daughter. Mm-hmm. And then you remember, like, oh, my God, this guy lost his family, dude. He did, and he has sensitive nipples. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah. And then there's uh, Zoe Saldana as Gamora. Great as usual. Yeah, really great performances alongside Karen Gillan. Gillan as Nebula. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, also alongside, of course... Star-Lord, uh, Chris Pratt, like, those two relationships were very well portrayed. Yeah, no, Chris Pratt, uh, he did great in this movie. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, cemented himself as an A-lister. I mean, it's one of those things, like, people give Ryan Reynolds shit for this, but it's like, Chris Pratt has kind of been playing Andy Dwyer basically since Parks and Rec came out. Well, he's gonna be playing Mario soon, and that's not Andy Dwyer. Well, I mean, okay, maybe not, but like... Well, in, in Jurassic Park, he wasn't Andy Dwyer. That that for sure wasn't. What? Hmm? He wasn't Andy in Jurassic Park, or Jurassic World, whatever the hell. Uh, whatever, that's fine. Uh, but he was definitely Andy in the uh, Lego movies. Mm-hmm. Saying, yeah. I think and he'll then, do fine as Mario. People need to lay off, like... Yeah, I, I it's like not that big said, of a deal. I, I don't want to hear two hours of it's a me. Not interested. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it'll be fun. Also, how is that somehow less offensive than Chris Pratt playing? That doesn't make <laughs> sense. Also, Charlie Day is Luigi. He's not Italian either, so. No. <laughs> He's not one of them wops, we call him. Oh, my gosh. Oh. You, as you call him, not me. Sure, yeah, you, you've never said that, for sure. Um, That's fine. Either way, uh, yeah, no, this was a great cast and a great performance all around. A lot of it was more just, like, just building upon what they'd already established, and they did well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, With that, uh, plot? No, that's all. Okay, so we'll get to the plot then? Yeah, we can. All right. So we open on Earth, Missouri Earth. (laughs) (laughs) Missouri, not too far from Oklahoma. I guess, yeah, that's true. Home of the... Kansas City Chiefs, who may or may not win the Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll, we'll know come uh, four days after, three days after we've recorded this. Mm-hmm. I hope they do, because I bet on them. I hope they do, because I'm still bitter about how the way the NFC Championship ended, or went, as it were. I also don't like uh, A.J. Brown, because he left my team. Mm. Did he leave your team, or was he traded? He demanded a trade. Okay, fair enough. And then lied and said he wanted to stay there, which it's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> nice. Anyway, uh, a man and a woman are driving in a field, and it looks like they're in the 70s. Like, the decade, not the temperature. Yes. And uh, he proposes to the woman, she agrees, and they're all happy and everything. And then was, 30... this, was Brandy playing in this scene? Yeah. Great song. Mhm. Well, you okay? Uh, that that is not me. I am so sorry. Oh, who is that? Someone else who inhabits these quarters as well. Oh, okay. It sounds sick. Anyway, they do. Uh, Thirty-four years later, we are in space with the Guardians, and they we open. They defeated this big space monster. It's a great scene. Yeah, oh no, it's great, it's great. It's with complete with Groot dancing to uh, ELO as mm-hmm. well. I love when he's just walking around and uh, Gamora yells like, Groot, get get out of here. And then he just waves at her and she's like, hi. <laughs> you just can't resist little baby Groot. Yeah, or when uh, when Drax sees him and he like stops in his tracks there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Drax trying to kill the monster from the inside was great. He's just yelling yeah, and a, frantically stabbing him. <laughs> yeah, him frantically stabbing and laughing. Like, great stuff. And it doesn't do anything. <laughs> no, not whatsoever. So they defeat the monster. Drax takes full credit, even though he didn't do anything. And they retrieve some batteries. These are important. And they take him to these, this race of gold people called the Sovereigns, Sovereign People, and their leader, Aisha. They, I like Aisha's, like, they're, they're a weird race in that they don't, like, they get offended very easily, and the penalty for, like, offending them is death. Yes. And she talked about, um... What was Her it? And Quill uh, yeah, she's like, oh, you know, we. Well, it didn't want to be flirt. She's like, oh, the Earth activity of procreation or whatever. It's like, 
that might be uh, something to try to learn about. He's like, yeah, I, okay. <laughs> it's not really how it works, but... It wasn't, yeah, okay. It was, he was into it for sure. Yeah, she really wanted to just have sex just to be like, oh, so this is what it is. I now understand it. <laughs> okay, not the point, but sure. So, they exchange the batteries for a prisoner. It's Nebula. And Aisha asks Peter about his dad and says that she knows that he's not from Earth. And it's all it's all he knows. He says yeah. he's not from Earth. That's all he knows. Yeah. And as they're flying off, the Sovereign people chase after them in their remote ships. They don't uh, pilot them themselves. They're all yeah. drones. Mm-hmm. Uh, because rockets stole the batteries back. Sure. Yeah. Chinese spy balloons, exactly. Yes. And um, and why did Rocket steal the batteries? Because he wanted to. Mm-hmm. They yeah. do manage to get away. They take a lot of damage in an asteroid field. And they get to the, uh, the next jump point. But someone destroyed all the sovereign ships. Mm-hmm. And then they crash Tiny land. One in. Yeah. But then they crash land on this weird planet. And uh, someone lands to greet them. It's Ego and Mantis. Yes. And he says he's Peter's dad. Then we cut to Yondu, who's at some weird seedy bar with Howard the Duck, the OG Marvel movie. Yes, as has been established, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, he's at a. Uh, this is where all the Ravagers um, congregate. Yep. So Yondu is, approaches uh, Stakar, Sly. And they have a big argument. Stakar says Yondu is no longer a Ravenger because he broke the code of child trafficking. Yeah. That's a good code. I would side with Stakar on that one. I, I would too. Although it's not, I mean, he did, but not the way you would uh, define child trafficking. Yeah. So back on Ego's planet, he wants to be a father to Peter, and the Guardians split from Rocket because he's being a jerk. Mm-hmm. We then learn more about Mantis. She can read people's emotions. Like, she tells everyone Peter loves Gamora, much to the delight of Drax. Yes. Is that hilarious? She, she is an empath, but like an actual empath, not like a, a white girl in her early 20s who claims to be an empath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she can also make people do things, like force them to sleep, which uh, <laughs> that would be wife material right there if you could just be oh. like... Put me to sleep, please. (laughs) I'm tired. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, my sleep is trash. Well, for the past couple of days, I've uh, had trouble sleeping, but for for good reasons, so, you know. Plus, despite what Drax says, she's attractive, so that'd be another good reason to marry her. Exactly, yeah. I mean, maybe not so much in the Mantis outfit or the the costume and makeup, but... Yeah. Yeah, I understand. I see where you're coming from. So Yondu and his men find Rocket, Groot, and Nebula. They're being paid by Aisha to find and kill them, but Yondu doesn't want to, but his men kind of revolt. During this, Nebula breaks free and shoots Yondu mm-hmm. and Rocket. Yeah, because Taserface, is, as we will find out his name later, rather, so I guess I spoiled something, uh, not too impressed with Yondu as of late. No. No, he is not. Mm-hmm. And Craglin has like taken up his defense, but like the last straw for Craglin was them choosing not to um, take Rocket. Yeah, this is our, our 
Yeah. So, back on the Ego planet, they ask uh, what he is, because his planet is quite a... Quite mm-hmm. strange. And this is where we learn the term celestial. Mm-hmm. It's going to be big later on. Mm-hmm. In like says, 40 here. Yeah, he's like, I can control molecules around me, and uh, eventually I was good, got good enough to create this whole planet. And he tells the story of how he and Peter's mom fell in love, which uh, Drax is like, my father tells the story of uh, he and my mother, uh, you know, well, yeah, because uh, conceiving asked, me all the asked, time, like he thinks he, it's a great story of his parents having sex. Ego, he just asked ego, like, "Do you have a penis?" <laughs> yeah, straight up. Yeah, but he did. Know. I mean, he's got. He has. Um, I mean, he. What do you say? He also has like you know he gets hungry, he gets tired, so it's normal things. Mm-hmm. But pain receptors as well. Yep. Yeah, and uh, Peter asks if you loved her, and why did you leave her? Then we cut back to Yondu's ship before we get an answer. Mm-hmm. They are, uh, the Taser-faced people are, uh, exiling all the people loyal to Yondu by just shooting them into space. Yeah. And, yeah, Yondu's biggest henchman, Taser-face, is now the new leader of the Ravengers. Yes. And then Rocket laughs at his name. Mm-hmm. And that becomes a point of, uh, humor later on in the movie as well. Mm-hmm. And Nebula stops the killings and takes 10% of the profits and takes a ship to go find her sister and kill her. And then she wants to go kill her father. Which I did love, uh, Craglin. It's like, oh, I thought you would take the money and, you know, buy, buy a, like a, a nice a hat. Something pretty. You know, make the girls go, woo. And she's yes. not amused. <laughs> no. Uh,. So yeah, she's she's off. And back with Ego, he says he left because he didn't like Earth. It's not that he didn't like her, he just wants a chance to be a father that she would have wanted. He's like, eh, just Earth didn't do it for me. So It's not a big Earth guy. No. Back with the uh, Ravengers. They torture and make fun of Groot. That was sad. Yeah, they turn mm-hmm. him into a mascot, yeah. Yeah, but afterwards, Groot helps free Yondu and Rocket, well... It's actually no. Craglin, but they try to get Groot to help. <laughs> he tries to help them. Yeah, he just keeps bringing back wrong things. And he got that guy's eyeball. Mm-hmm. And he gets Yondu, uh, Craglin rather, gets Yondu his mohawk back, which gives him the ability to control his uh, his arrow. arrow. And she goes and kills all the other uh, Ravengers on the ship. Everyone except Taserface, who dodges the arrow. But the arrow does hit, uh, I guess, a fuel tank and blows up the ship. But before it blows up, Taserface sends the coordinates to the uh, the Sovereign. And he's like, all I ask is when the High Priestess says, who sent you these coordinates? Tell them it was Taserface. And then she just starts laughing at him, too. <laughs> chuckles at him, yeah. As he's dying. Yeah, which is funny, because, like, they were people that like, didn't really laugh. Like, that no. Was, they didn't Almost have... Like- Almost showed zero emotion. Yeah, so that was... But they were a higher power, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Yondu breaks off a part of the ship that doesn't blow up and uh, heads back to Ego. Yeah. Back on Ego, Gamora tries to tell Peter something's off about this planet. Mantis seems afraid of something, but her and Peter just get into a big shouting match. Uh, Gamora goes off but she's attacked by Nebula flying in on a ship. Yeah. And the ship crashes, the two fight, 
then they argue. Nebula talks about how it was all when we were younger. Um, you know, I would always get beat by you, and then Dad would implant some new technology inside me, which was very painful, and uh, I'd still lose to you. And she's like, I didn't want to win, I just wanted a sister. Yes. Oof. You could feel the pain in her voice when she said that. Mm-hmm. So, back with Peter and Ego. Ego tells Peter how he can eventually create things, too, and reshape the universe. And Peter's like, oh, I'm going to create so much cool stuff, like skeleton, a big Skeletor statue, and, yeah. Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. Which does pay off. Uh-huh. Uh, suddenly, Mantis wakes up Drax, telling him Ego got what he wanted and that you're all in danger. Back with uh, Peter and Ego, he said he found life disappointing. He then shows Peter a vision, and we cut to Yondu's ship flying at warp speed, where their heads are going all crazy. Yeah, they had some, some, eh, spotty animation. Yeah, it was funny. Plus, we got one of my favorite Stan Lee cameos, where we pass by Stan Lee, he's talking to the Watchers. <laughs> he's just telling them a story. Yeah. All the way back from, uh, God, what was the first Stan Lee cameo, not counting the Toxic Avenger? Um, I guess it would have been, what's X-Men, right? Or Spider-Man? One of those two, I would think, yeah. Yeah. I know he was, uh, almost, I know, I remember Matt Murdock who was blind, saved him from crossing the street. That was one of them. Mm. That was an early one. All the way from that to he's on... All the way from that to now he's talking to the Watchers. It's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Which, uh, shout out What If. Uh, Back with Peter and Ego, he shows Peter the expansion, which is his big plan. He reveals that, you know, I've... I actually visited a lot of planets, over thousands of them, and I spread my seed everywhere. So he's a big old man whore. Yep, he's a mimbo. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I've been just been waiting um, for this day and uh, made love with thousands of alien women. He shows even a big diagram of him kissing a bunch of women. Some are, like, green with tentacles. And he's like, and then I paid Yondu to deliver my offspring to him, and then they all failed. They all just couldn't live up to the hype. Except one. That would be you, Peter. And he does point out, he's like, you held an Infinity Stone. Which uh, goes back to the first movie, where it's like, how could he have done that? Yeah, exactly. we know, he's part Celestial. Yes. And he says, you know, just me alone, I don't think I could do this expansion. But two Celestials... We might be able to do that. And Peter says, uh, but wait, I, you, thousands of women. I thought you loved my mother. And he says, I did, and I even returned to Earth three times to see her. And I knew if I went back a fourth time, I'd never leave. And he said, that's why it killed me to put that tumor in her head. Mm-hmm. Brilliant writing. Just the way they delivered it, that heel yes. turn, because you knew Ego was bad. But yeah, you, and you knew this expansion was like hey, this is a little iffy, remaking everything. I don't like that. Yeah, and you were just waiting for the big heel turn, and this mm-hmm. was it. Yep. Sure so, enough, this was Hogan pushing the ref and dropping the big leg drop. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. It was very well written. And then Peter just erupts. He just blasts Ego multiple times. His Skin disintegrates, 
but he can come back. And he's yeah. like, you know, I tried to find the form that best suited you, and then he morphs into David Hasselhoff. The actual David <laughs> Hasselhoff is in the movie. Yep. Yeah, uh, he's referenced earlier. Because he does, yeah, he's like, oh, my dad is David Hasselhoff. He's off solving missions. So. Yeah. Ego then traps Peter, and he destroys the Walkman. Another big, uh, how could you do this moment. Yeah. And then he unleashes his seed. So he every planet he went to, he dips his hand in the earth and uh, plants his seed, and there's just big blobs come up from all these planets and start devouring things. Mm-hmm. Even a DQ, some product placement. Not a Dunkin' Donuts. We got a DQ this week. Yeah, but they weren't like, oh, we have to go figure that, fight this out at DQ. Yeah, this one made sense, because it could have... I mean, he just... We saw him plant the seed, like he dug a hole and it's just an empty spot so years later it's like yeah you could put a DQ there something could have happened yeah for sure uh, suddenly Yondu crashes his ship into Ego which uh, neutralizes him for a moment and uh, he rescues Peter and... is this the uh, the infamous Mary Poppins quote no that's later Okay. So they talk about how to kill Ego, and Mantis says it's the center of the planet is his brain. That's where you got to go to kill him. And suddenly the Sovereign ships show up, because they got those coordinates from earlier. Yep. And they go after the Guardians. Rocket makes a makeshift bomb with the batteries, so they do come back into play. Uh-huh. I love that. It wasn't a MacGuffin. It was just, they actually paid off. And he's like, well, this will blow up the core of the planet. And they decide yep. the only person small enough to get down there is Groot. <laughs> and they try to explain to him, but he doesn't get it. It's like yeah. two buttons and a switch, and he wants to push the switch that doesn't give the five-minute countdown for the bomb. He yes. has to push the one there, that does it immediately. There's a solid like minute and a half of Quill asking for tape. <laughs> yes, it's very funny. Yeah. He's like, did you ask uh, Nebula? It's like, yes. Like, well, I Yondu, and she heard, and she didn't say anything. <laughs> Why would any of them have tape? Yeah. So, back at the ship, they uh, managed to use Nebula as a way to supercharge the ship and blast all the Sovereign ships. Um, I do love when there's, like, one Sovereign... The I guess this happened earlier, like, the one Sovereign ship left. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you got it, you got it, like a like a kid in an arcade playing a yeah, video game. Yeah, that's what I thought of. Everybody's around him, like, you can do it! And then he... But they kind of did that here, too, but not as... Like he's trying to beat the high score on Frogger or something. Yeah, it's a kill screen coming up on Donkey Kong. Shout out, Fistful of Quarters. Um, so, yeah, they blew up all the Sovereign ships. The main ship, though, does uh, blows up. Well, the main rescue ship. There's still the one ship with Kraglin from above. Um But the Guardians are all still alive. I believe this was where we get the Mary Poppins... Yes, we'll use that later. Yeah, I knew you would. As soon as I heard oh, it, I'm like, there it nope, is. <laughs> nope, it's something else, actually. Never mind. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, he's flying down, and he's like, you look like Mary Poppins. He's like, is Mary Poppins cool? He yeah, is. Mary yeah. Poppins is cool. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> Great line. Yeah. I should have mentioned uh, Mantis put Ego to sleep, used all of her energy to do so, and then uh, he wakes up because one of the rocks just hits her in the head. <laughs> yeah. I love it hits her, and then as soon as it does, Drax is like, look out! <laughs> yeah. 
So, uh, Craglin, yeah, so, uh, Eo wakes up. Craglin is radioed to come bring the main ship down. And Ego shows up, nearly kills Gamora, but Nebula saves her, so we get the big redemption there. Ego then attacks Peter and says, uh, well, he's now taking the shape of this weird face and pure energy, so. Yeah. No more, uh, no more David Hasselhoff. And yeah, now he's, now he's Galactus in, uh, Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. But better. <laughs> with a face. Yeah. Ego then starts wrapping up the Guardians in the energy tentacles and crushing them. He did it to Groot, and seeing like a tear come out of Groot's face. Oh. <laughs> Telling you. Baby Groot. Big fan. Uh, meanwhile, his seed is consuming all these other planets. We see a mom, like, maybe get killed by it. We don't know. Spoiler, she won't, but it leaves you on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And then Ego tells Peter, what else could be more important than what we're doing? And then Peter uses, with the help, Yondu shouted this out, but Peter uses his celestial powers to break free, mm-hmm. he saves his friends, and the planet, and uh, the other planets, and starts to attack Ego. Meanwhile, down in the core, Groot plants the bomb, and he does press the right button. So we yes. get five minutes... Instead of instant detonation. Yeah. And everyone gets to the evacuation ship. <laughs> Even Drax, who just, like, he's being pulled up at the <laughs> harness. He's just like, my nipples! <laughs> uh, everyone gets to the evacuation ship except Yondu. Uh, Rocket gives him, like, a spacesuit. He's like, here, here's one to, in case you need it. Yeah. And... Yondu will stay behind and make sure Peter is saved. Groot then says, uh, I am Groot. And Rocket translates to, welcome to the frickin' Guardians of the Galaxy. Only he didn't say frickin'. Yep. (laughs) And uh, Ego and Peter, who is turned into Pac-Man, he continues to battle. They do, in fact, leave Peter behind as the bomb goes off to kill Ego. The planet is blowing up, but Yondu manages to save Peter... And flies up to the ship. Um, he says, you know, he may have been your father, but no! he wasn't your... Oh, sorry. Well, he says something. And then uh, Yondu gives him the spacesuit that Rocket gave him. It's the only way to breathe in space. Mm-hmm. So... Yondu is effectively sacrificing himself. Yes, so Yondu cannot breathe, and he starts to deteriorate, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh... Well, we saw it earlier. Yeah, with the other people. So yeah, he, he on the way up, he uh, Yondu perishes, but uh, Peter makes it back. On the ship, they have a memorial service for Yondu. Uh, Gamora yeah. and started crying, man. Oh my goodness! Ooh. Really got you. Uh, Gamora then invited it was Nebula. Cat Stevens, I'm telling you. <laughs> Gamora then invited Nebula to join them, and she's like, uh, "I'll help you by killing Thanos," and then goes off. So, big more teases for him. Yeah. This guy must be important. <laughs> must be, yeah. I mean, he must be more strong than Ego. Who knows, yeah. So, Yondu is uh, buried in the space coffin. And then Kraglin <laughs> then gives Peter what uh, everyone on Earth... <laughs> I loved this. Kraglin's like, hey, we found this in an old junkyard. This is what everyone on Earth is listening to. And it's a Zune. <laughs> 
Yeah. And it holds 300 songs. So Yeah. Hope we get to see that in the next movie, The Zune. The Zune, yeah. Uh, Peter then gives Craglin the arrow. So he's now in charge of that. He's the head of the Ravengers now. And uh, yeah. all the old Ravenger ships show up. And uh, Stallone's just... He's oh, like, okay. So yeah, this see they, yeah this is where I teared up because yeah they start they were doing the funeral scene and Stallone had earlier said you're never gonna see the colors when you perish. Yeah, and then uh, they uh, someone said that hey we someone said that we told all the old Ravager buddies what he did and then they fire off all these fireworks into space mm-hmm. and Man- Mantis is like this is beautiful and then Drex says so are you so are you on under, on the on under the inside. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then we but get you pair what? all that up. You're 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 burying the lead here, but you 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 put all that together and you put Father and Son by Cat Stevens, and and you put that to someone who, like you, has lost his father. Ooh, ooh, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Not a dry eye, I'm telling you. Well, we get the roll credits. The Guardians will return, as we know, and we get three credit scenes yep. although one was like instant so I, it's hard to even call it a post credit but uh, or mid credit but yeah. the, the credits started so technically mid credit so the first <laughs> mid credit is craglin is practicing the arrow and then accidentally stabs drex which was very funny yep <laughs> uh, then we get uh actually we get four post credit scenes my mistake so then we see stakar with some of his old team saying it's good to be back with you guys let's say we steal some shit <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know when that's gonna pay off but we'll see uh, then we get our third end credit scene this one's notable and i'll tell you why when i explain it yeah. the high priestess aisha tells someone she's like you know we still got to kill the guardians and i've created someone who can do that and i will call him adam, adam. And this is important because this is the first post-credit scene of the hero cast that has not yet been paid off by the time this episode drops. We don't know what happens with Adam. The movie has not come out yet. Oh, shut up! Yeah, we like like he's not going to be the main villain in the next one. He's not. It's a high evolutionary. Although there might be two main villains, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So the final end credit scene, uh, this was funny. Groot is, uh, actually, oh. no, there might be five end credit scenes now that I think about it. Groot is, uh, he's now a preteen, and uh, he's mocking Quill, who's trying to make him clean up his room, and he's like, all you do is play video games. And then the final end credit scene, I guess this is number five, uh, Stan Lee's still talking, and the watchers just walk away from him. And he's like, wait, where are you going? You're my lift home. I got more stories to tell. That one actually was sad to me because it's like, because now he's dead and it's like, man, he probably did have more stories to tell. That was sad. But it was very funny, just that they're all done with him. Yeah. Although, I always thought there was one watcher, but there was like three. But they didn't say anything. They just walked away. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Well, that was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. That was Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Um, we're going to go ahead and rate this now. Of course, scale of 1 to 10, how I always do it. And maybe it's just a recency bias, and maybe it's due to extenuating factors, but 
I'm actually going higher than I did on the original, just because, like I said, I think, you know, it's like they, they took the original recipe and they expanded upon it and developed the characters further. And I'm giving this a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. You know, I thought I would change my mind. I was like, once I talk about it, I'll maybe find some flaws in it and and maybe knock it down a little bit. But I forgot how much I enjoyed this movie. This was fun from start to finish. It had just the right amount of laughs, which will be a problem later with Marvel. It had <laughs> great action. This, the effects overall were, were really good. Uh, the villain was great. Character development was great. I just I couldn't find anything I disliked about it. And it was... Uh, I, I really loved it. I did not think this would be... The first, but it is the first ever 10 from me. I did not think it would be wow. this movie, but, I mean, I thought about it. I'm like, this might be a 10. I'm like, nah, once I talk about it, I'll, I'll think of something that I didn't like about it. I'm like, no, I really, really loved this. This was great. It was, uh, I mean... It was just perfectly executed. There's nothing I would... Uh, there's really nothing I would change. It was, everything made sense. There was, you know... Yeah. It was uh, It was really, really, really good. So... It was. This is James Gunn at his and, best. Uh, it's crazy that this is the guy that made Super. And <laughs> look how far he's come. Mm-hmm. Which I enjoyed Super, but... This uh, is the guy. This is the guy that played uh, Stephen Hawking in Citizen Toxie. Oh, yeah, that uh, that would probably get canceled. Uh, let's make sure no one goes back to look at that. Uh, uh, James Gunn is uncancelable. That's true. He They tried, and it failed. Tried before, and not only did it fail, it got him more work. <laughs> That's true. It's, um, uh, hey, look, I, I mean, he announced his first batch of DC movies. Um <laughs> I've never even heard of Booster Gold, but uh, hey, I'm I'm willing to give him a chance. I mean, I know they there's the fire James Gunn keeps trending every once in a while from the Snyder fans, but it's like, yeah, let's let's just give him a chance, you know? Jeez, yeah. I mean, you know, he he hasn't even had a movie come out yet. Like, yeah. let maybe and, and if he sucks, he sucks, you know. But uh, I don't think he will. I think he'll be good. Yeah, yeah. Getting another Swamp Thing, that should be interesting. <laughs> it will be. Yeah. Well, folks, um, this isn't news that I want to be sharing, but it is necessary. Um, around a couple months ago, I decided to look for another job. And I knew if I got this job, that it would severely impact my schedule, uh, that it's on-call work. Um, there's just not much consistency to the schedule. And so with that, I've got to announce because I've, I've, I got this job and it's a come up. This like, this is great for me on a personal level. Um, I'm going to make substantially more money than I have before. I'm getting out of a, um, job that has been bad for my mental health for, a couple months now. Um, but with that, uh, it is not fair to, it, it wouldn't be fair to one of two sets of people. 
in order for us to continue to try and make this work. It wouldn't either it would either not be fair to Eddie or it wouldn't be fair to you guys because we'd either have to record at the drop of a hat, just try to get something out every week, or record when we can and just not get stuff out near as often as possible because the key to a podcast being successful or having any chance at growing is consistency. And we've given you episodes week over week for what nearly three years now. Like we're we're hitting that three year mark in April. But I said all that because with this job that that I got that my father retired from this company and my grandfather and aunt retired from this company and my uncle over a hundred years of tenure in the Baldwin name with this company. I can no longer on a permanent basis host this podcast after mm, at, at the earliest Spider-Man homecoming and I may be able to do Ragnarok. So we've got two, possibly three more episodes of me and Eddie on a permanent basis as the uh, co-host of the <laughs> of Eddie and Caleb's Hero Cast. I don't know what Eddie's going to do about branding when I when I can no longer be on here on here on a permanent level, but, but I'm sure he will figure it out. Um, I hate that I have to do this, but like I said, I just want to be fair to you guys and I want to be fair to Ed, and that is why I'm I'm stepping away from my role as the permanent co-host of, of this podcast. Well, yeah, uh, it's disappointing, but you know it's. Uh... It's the, it's, it's an unfortunate, but necessary decision I had to make. No, for sure. For sure. I mean, and this I don't, is not, this is not goodbye guys. This is see you later. Yeah, I know he'll, he'll, this is, you know, he'll do uh, episodes here and there, but, uh, yeah, I bet your, your sweet ass that I'm going to pop on for the Hellboy remake. Okay. Um, <laughs> random uh that's a joke sir okay uh, but yeah i mean uh we'll have we have a couple people lined up some you've heard some would be brand new um we'll see um you know look i i can't uh i won't have any major news like that for several several months but uh um there's, it's it's possible that uh, my future, like I mentioned, to move, uh, something similar where I'll be way too occupied. But as we've mentioned several times, um, we officially kind of run out of material at Captain America New World Order. So that may just be the end. And then, uh, I don't know. Um I, the the subscription service we use will expire around that time too. I don't know. I can't predict a, a year from now, but uh, yeah, we're at least gonna get you to New World Order. How about that? Uh, that'll be my personal guarantee, uh, unless I die. So let's not do that. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of the future. Of of course, uh, there's gonna be no one to uh, to fill old old Caleb's shoes. Uh, he's, he's, 
He suffered through a lot, some highs, like this movie, some lows, like Catwoman or Supergirl. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I don't know many people that would do that. I mean, even just asking around people, like, hey, would you want to do this? And like, well, yeah, but I don't want to watch every movie. So it's, yeah. uh, which I get. I mean, it's it's, yeah. tr- it's tough, but... Um, no, we we got through uh, 149 movies plus bonus episodes plus the boys <laughs> seasons one and two plus uh, you know some D- uh, Disney shows plus Dealer's Choice. So yeah, yeah, it's a lot. And I, I want to thank you, those of you that still listen, um, for allowing me into your earbuds for as long as you have. Um, yeah, this is, this is bittersweet because I've got something very great and very, um, prosperous for me coming up in the future, but, you know, I had to make some sacrifices along the way and, mm-hmm. you know, well, it's we'll... just like Peter Parker said in the Spider-Man video game, you got to make the right decision, even if it hurts like hell. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh but yeah, I mean, we got a few more. Maybe we can squeeze some more extra when you're on your your vacation. So that we'll would see. be uh, we'll that see. would be good. But and I make no promises. But like, there there's a good three week time period when I start this job where I'm going to be holed up in a hotel. I don't think I'm going to be studying the whole time, but a good portion of of time is going to be spent towards studying studying. I make no promises, but we'll, I'm absolutely going to see what I can do. Well, there you okay. go. That's the future. Um, like I said, there's people already willing to step in. So uh, That's good. we got to get to about a year, maybe, uh, uh, yeah, about a year, and then uh, we'll run out of material, and we'll see what happens then. Yeah, yeah. But, guys, thank you for listening. We are going to get out of here next week. We're going to be reviewing Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. You can watch that, I believe, on HBO Max, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that is correct. Oh, I don't I don't think I officially said thank you during my little heartfelt speech. I think I just kind of said you went through highs and lows, but we didn't, we didn't actually thank old <laughs> Caleb. I mean, you know, there have been weeks where my heart wasn't in it, but I showed up, but like, you know, you don't realize just how much you're going to miss something until it kind of dawns on you that you're just not going to be able to do that, at least not to the level yet that you were able to at one point in time. I wish there was a way to know you were in the good old days before they've actually left. You've actually left them. <laughs> oh, man. Well, but I'll yeah. still be here reviewing all the crap, so. Yeah, yeah. But and next week, because after just break kayfabe real quick, uh, my last day at my current job is Tuesday. And then I have a good week and a half where I'm not doing deadly other than, you know, getting my car looked at, you know, just to make sure everything's OK. And, you know, getting set up for, you know, being able to go to my classes and everything. Um, but there may be a good, you know, th- there's a movie <laughs> that, that, uh, very few people knew about <laughs> that Eddie told me about this morning that I'm like, to hell, I'm not doing that. 
Well, yeah, I don't know when we're going to do it, but uh, it'll be a... It's, it's it, such a it's nothing, a but it'll be it. part of another review. I'll have to find what, what movie is the shortest that we're reviewing. I don't think any of them are, but... But as what you said, it would be an episode within an episode. Yeah, it's it's not worth it, but uh, for continuity's sake, I have to. Yeah, it came out in 2016. Oh, pardon me. 2016. Yeah, I never... I'm, I'm already... I'm already disappointed I missed uh, Condor Man from the 80s, but I don't think it's streaming anywhere, so... Yeah. But, yeah, we're going to get out of here, guys. We thank you for listening. Um, for one of the uh, last few times I'm going to be able to say this, and get out here with a quote. And to uh, quote one Yondu, <clears throat> he may have been your father, boy, but he ain't your daddy.
to go